Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. How about you? You know, I'm so thankful that you have taken time to listen to the Traveling Pulpit, to uh, perhaps subscribe to the Traveling Pulpit, or even follow the Traveling Pulpit. I thank you from the bottom of my heart because it is such a tremendous opportunity to be introduced or even reintroduced to the love that Jesus has shown us while we're still here on this earth. While I'm on the topic of talking about Jesus, I have a question for you. When you meet Jesus just as he is, will he receive you just as you are or will he reject you just as you are? You know, just as you are is how he will greet you. And just as you are is how he will either receive you or reject you. You know, we live in a world that Some of us believe that it's almost nearing the end. Some of us believe that we are just under um, a mandate or a quarantine or some type of uh, health precaution. But to us who are the believers of the gospel, it is the power of God versus those who believe that the word of God is foolishness. And it is for those who believe that the word is word of God is foolishness that are going to miss out when the great day appears. We do not know when the great day will appear. We may have um, ideas based on what the scripture says, but in actuality, it is not our business to know what the day is. Our business is to do what the Lord has asked us in Matthew 28 and 19, which is to go into all the world and baptize those in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach those who have just received baptism the things that they were taught as disciples. So it's a very important role to be a disciple. So my question to you, Traveling Pulpit family, is when you meet Jesus just as he is, will he receive you just as you are, or will he reject you just as you are? You know, there are many, many, and many, many more false prophets that are in the world with, I believe, many more to come. As long as we still draw breath on this earth into our bodies, I believe false men will continue to rise up in the earth to deceive those who follow Christ. In fact, Matthew, Mark, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 13, the 22nd verse says, for false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So you have to be certain. You have to be absolutely sure that if you follow Christ, you have to also remember that you have to defend Christ at all costs. Peter says that that we ought to defend the hope that we have when we are asked, what is it within ourselves that make us who we are? We have to be able to defend the right 
to be called children of the most high God. We have to be able to defend ourselves when we're told that the Bible is full of lies or the Bible is outdated or the Bible is just a plain book of untruths. We have to be able to defend that. You see, Peter talks about being an eyewitness to this thing called called uh, discipleship. Meaning that on the day when Jesus was transfigured on the Mount of Transfiguration, they were there and they saw that and they wrote these things down. These men, these disciples all gave their lives with the same testimony declaring that Jesus Christ is Lord and their lives were not spared here on this world. They were spared in the kingdom of God, which means that if we are followers of Christ, Will he receive you just as you are or will he reject you just as you are? There are many false prophets that are coming. And and in Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse nine, it says the coming of lawlessness will be one in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie, which falls back onto Mark 13, 22, which says that false prophets and Messiah will appear and perform signs and wonders to deceive. So you have to be certain in what you say, and you have to be able to defend what you say, because there are people who are not only here, but also are still coming into the world. Why? Because Satan hates the children of God and will stop at nothing to destroy the children of God and the face of God. But we must stand. We must take a stand, traveling pulpit family. We must take a stand and believe that if Christ be for us, there is nothing in this world that will stand against us. He said that he would never leave us nor forsake us. And I take him at his word. We must be encouraged to go out and tell and continue to tell and to teach those who are willing to learn about the Lord Jesus Christ, that are willing to, to hear about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something. If you must tell somebody about Jesus Christ, if you want to uh, uh, help somebody learn about Jesus Christ, if at all necessary, Charling Pulpit family, use words. Let me, let me break that down to you again. Your greatest Bible the greatest Bible that people will ever read may not be the book that some will go to and pick up and see what God has to say. They will look at you to see what God has to say. So if you're going to teach someone about the Bible, if you're going to show someone about the love of Christ, if necessary, use words. Matthew 24 and 11 says many false prophets will will appear and deceive many people. Second Corinthians 11 and 13 says, for such people are false apostles, deceitful workers masquerading as apostles of Christ. But first John four, one, he tells us this. He says, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world. As long as we draw breath in our body, this fight is not over. But here's what Jesus has to say to those who are out, who are coming out and who will come out as false prophets into the world. He says to them in Matthew 7, 7 
chapter 7, verse 7, chapter 7, yeah, and verse 21, sorry, Matthew 7 and 21, he says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven on that day. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity or lawlessness. You see, not everyone is from God. You see, I started the traveling pulpit not to make money not to get rich quick. I was allowed to start the traveling pulpit through the, through the, the granted permission of the Holy Spirit, because it's the Holy Spirit who I operate under. See, there are some men who are called by the Holy Spirit. And there are some men who want to be a part of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I have known some, some, individuals who are not called, but have yet found themselves in the ministry because if I'm being truthful, the ministry is much like a cash cow. Why? Because Jesus sells. People are so hungry and so thirsty for the word of God that they are willing to give their last to hear something that is absolutely free. I, as an individual, the founder and operator of the traveling pulpit, do not charge anyone anything to hear the word of God. It is free of charge. It should be free of charge. And, and that is why I want to know where, when you meet him as he is, how will he receive you just as you are? Because the word of God is free for all. God provides for his own children. The King, King David once said that, that, I was young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. So that is why I have the opportunity to come on every week and deliver a free message, a free message of salvation. All I ask is that you share this free message of salvation because the gospel is good news for those who are saved but is foolishness for those who are perishing. And we have the, 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 the opportunity to go out and make these disciples. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians uh, 5, 19, that we have the message of reconciliation. We have to choose to want to follow Christ. We have to choose to, 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 to want to reconcile with our brother and our sister. However, it is a choice. It is a choice to want to go out and reconcile with our brother and sister. Yes, our brother and sisters look different one from another. Yes, some may look more threatening than others. Some may look more approachable than others, but you won't know where a person is and why they're, 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 they're perhaps uh, looking the way you may perceive them to look or feeling the way you may perceive them to feel. We have the ministry. We have the message of reconciliation. We have the power within us to introduce someone to Christ. 
and if possible, use words to do so. So my challenge to you today, Traveling Pulpit family, if you must use words when you introduce Christ to someone, because you are the Bible to someone, you are the Christ to someone, and it is you who have the power and the message and the ministry of reconciliation within you. Why? Because we are all called by God to go out and seek and teach and baptize. But there are some who want to go out and deceive, who have not been called by God, but want to go out to get rich quick, to use the name of God as, as, a, as a merchandise material or merchandise mechanism to draw money on or draw, draw money from, un, from un, um, uh, what do you say, un, unaware uh, children of God. We have the very word of God in us. And it's our opportunity to use it in a way that brings God the, the glory, the power, and the appreciation that, that gives him the glory. But what we must not do, Traveling Pulpit family, we must not take that appreciation for ourselves. We must not think that what we do, we do for ourselves. That is where we find ourselves falling into trouble. If you have the word or ministry of reconciliation on your tongue and you are able to reconcile with your brother or your sister, it's not you. It's the gift that God has given you to do so. So on today, my question is, when you see Jesus just as he is, will he receive you just as you are or will he reject you just as you are? Traveling Pulpit family, that's my time. You know, I don't like to talk long. I like to give you what the Lord has to give to you, not what I want to give to you, because what I want to give to you will keep you here all day. And that's what the traveling pulpit is not about. It is about delivering the message of God, delivering the message of reconciliation to you so that you can go out and you can do your ministry of reconciliation with your brother and your sister. All I ask that you do, just share this message with someone, your family member, your coworker, someone who you think or you believe or whom you have been led to by the Holy Spirit to share this message with. And if you feel feeling that you need to contact me in any type of way, you can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. My uh, uh, hashtags are uh, hashtag my voice is not scripted. Um, the traveling pulpit and uh, Jesus follower, virtual minister. You can you can find me. Uh, my email is the traveling pulpit at gmail.com. You can reach out to me there. There are many ways that you can reach out to me if you're on social media or if you have email and Hey, just let me know what this message means to you. You know, my voice is not for everybody. You know, my voice is truthful because I choose to be truthful. I am not a deceiver. I am not someone that wants to take you away from Christ. I'm someone who wants to introduce you or reintroduce you to Christ and the love that he has for you. 
and the, the, the things that he has in store for you. So again, my voice is not for everybody and that's all right. But I will say this, my voice is for the one who will receive this message and will want to have that conversation with someone. And if needed, they'll use words. Well, that's my time. I'm so grateful once again to just share with you what the Lord has shared with me. I gave you all my information. Reach out to me. Let me know uh, how I can be of, of service. If I can pray for you, whatever I can do for you, you let me know. This is what the traveling pulpit is here for. It is here to help one another. I am Vernon Sheridan. And for the traveling pulpit, I will talk to you next week. I love you. I mean it. I do not waste words. And I will say goodbye for now.